right, everybody. Welcome to the Sex Actually podcast. Your host, Dave Neal, with Tasha Courtney. Hello. And Kelsey Cook. What's happening? Hi. I'm so happy to be here. It's so good to finally have you Welcome. on here. We have Thanks. like a mini celebrity on our hands right now. Oh, God, no. <laughs> every comedian in the country sees all the tour dates that Kelsey Cook has, and it's like it's like a comedian porn just seeing like, <laughs> Oh, everyone's <laughs> lusting over your oh, list. Oh man, thank so, you. So you're on like a national tour with Jim Norton. Yeah, I've been touring with him for the last year and a half and it just this one just wrapped up and so now he comes off the road for a few months to kind of write new material and stuff like that. So I've been trying to keep myself booked, you know, in that kind of time that he has that's off, amazing so, and yeah. you're you're dating a comedian yes so we're we're primarily a relationship podcast but yes uh, you know we it's it's a auto it's biographical and also uh like i we mix a lot of show business into it what we're doing with all that awesome um, because i mean it's not too boring what we do but you know what i mean like we're not we're in we're in that dog fight stage of our careers where we're like not super cool. We're just like, hey, I did a show <laughs> in a bar, and the bartender threw a beer at me. Yeah. <laughs> but you, but you, so you're getting to open for a, a, a comic who's established decades into stand up, yeah. and then also headline on your own. And, and like you're originally from the Northwest, Seattle. Yeah, so I was uh, born and raised in Spokane, Washington, which is Eastern Washington. Um, it was known as like the meth capital of America for a while. Really? It's real, real methy, real methy vibe. <laughs> um, but I love it. And uh, then I spent like four years in Seattle in the comedy scene there before moving to LA. And so yeah. you met your boyfriend. Up there, I'm, yeah. I met him at an open mic in oh, uh, nice. Seattle. So yeah, it's crazy. We're coming up on five years, which you know, in comic relationship years, is like eighty six. Yeah, years, that's a know? long time. I always I brag that we're coming up on three years. So it's like yeah, yeah. we made it work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you get past that first six months, I feel like. The odds are in your favor. Absolutely. So, Tasha, you're a comic too? No, I'm okay. not a comedian at all. Okay. I work as a model. Okay. I was going to say, you're job. like one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen. <laughs> like, both of you together, I'm just like, I feel like I'm staring at the sun right now. Like, it's too much. The two of you together. <laughs> you like, are staring at way, the, the LA clouds. Yeah, it's like it's there's nice too much beauty everything. in front of me. Both of you are <laughs> We're ugly when it counts when, uh, when I get jealous. No, there's, uh, we're, we're, we you. do okay. Yes. We've come a long way. But yeah, as a comic, I've, I've had my fair share of like jealousy issues. Sure. Not, I don't think in a crazy amount because I'm very honest with them. But like, you right. know, sometimes Tasha's like got an Instagram photo or like did a modeling shoot on the the back of a shirtless ripped male model, <laughs> and I gotta be That's like, cool, amazing. how is your day at work? <laughs> and then it's like this fucking motherfucker. That's amazing, but don't I feel like. As a guy, don't you feel good? Like, yeah, like she's my fucking girlfriend, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, but like, <laughs> see how he was like, no. no. <laughs> see, I always think that that's how it should be. That you should like feel so secure. It's like she's choosing you every day. Every day she wakes up and she Most chooses days. you. Listen Dave. to this. Uh, you know, that's how you want to feel. But guys, we, you know, we have to, we, we we see what we see and we have to paint the picture. And you can be positive or negative to like fill in the gaps. And I want it. And like I'm, all, I'm pretty positive and I'm confident too. I'm not like you know whatever. Right. Uh, because I always joke around that like I'm only gonna get funnier. Like, <laughs> my <career is> <laughs> right. And like yeah, that was I'm only gonna get older. 
and saggier. That's so trying funny. To work that joke out on stage and people aren't having it. God, like, that's yeah, hilarious. The funnier I get, the longer she does. Yeah, uh, the longer her tits no. get. Right, we're gonna be playing fucking hacky sack with our tits <laughs> in like twenty years. She's a real person. You know what I mean? She's not like a fake. Nothing's falling apart. So we got a good one. Oh, thanks, um, babe. But yeah, so, so like sweet. I normally I don't stalk the dudes that she's done photo shoots with, but sometimes I'll click on their photo. Right. And I'll be like, oh, this asshole. She's with some stiff model. He's such a prick. <laughs> and then I clicked on this one guy's Instagram, and then he's got a guitar, and I'm like, all right, wait, let's. Play. <laughs> The most silky smooth voice. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! And I'm like, oh, he's talented too. Yeah. I just like, you know, God damn whatever. It. Yeah, but ignorance is bliss. Don't look too far into those. It is bliss. But then I'll have those shows where, like, you know, you're making a group of girls laugh in the audience. I'm like, yeah, that's right, Tasha. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I got it. Because she won't. Some give milfs me. are hitting on you when <laughs> buy you a drink. It's, al- it's always. <laughs> But the older old. the younger <laughs> chicks look right through me like I'm, <laughs> I'm past that age of being like cool with like college kids like, no. really like, you think Ew, it's done? you're making you're talking about sex gross <laughs> really you're that old you think yeah i'm not sex i'm not college like yeah i've passed that i'm 31 i'm turning 32 i'm okay. I, my best goal is to try to hit like young young married couples i think that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, what do you, you think like who's at? your audience oh i don't know i mean honestly being touring with Jim for this length of time I feel so lucky because you go into the show knowing exactly what the crowd is going to be like because they are there for him and they're hardcore fans they're all the hardcore, same sort of demographic yeah and fortunately um, mine and Jim's sense of humor is similar and so I feel like I can completely be myself like I feel like his crowds are the least PC people left on this planet. Like I never go into it worried that I'm going to offend anybody. That's, you know what I mean? Like they, they're just ready. So that's always been great. I still feel like, um, like I'm 27. I feel like I do relate well to people and they're like, I don't know, mid twenties to like mid thirties. I, I don't know. Do you find it weird having, you know, Jim Norton's, he's, 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 like you said, he's got a crowd of all ages that's a specific type. Yeah. And that's like no exaggeration. He is the most like free comic. He'll just talk about anything. Right. And he's past that stage where like a booker is going to be like, oh, not at my club. Like, right. no, he will do it in a park. And he, that audience will show up. But like, do you have a problem with older audience? Like, like, say you're doing a, a show that's like a bunch of older moms. Like, are they looking at you like, Who, what's this blonde bitch going to tell me? Yeah, I guess it de- it depends. Because you get some older women that are like so fucking ready for anything and like love that you're talking about sex or whatever. And then, of course, you get some conservative older women who didn't know that that's what it was going to be like. So it really depends. I guess it's hard to say with age. Sometimes I've seen older people in the audience and been like, oh, Christ, like, not to <laughs> talk about anal sex. This is going to be weird, you know? <laughs> but then they'll come up and be like, that was wonderful. And I'm like, okay, well, that's great. They I'm just must love, they must love that there's a young woman who's like not being shamed for what she wants to talk about. That, that's still a yeah. new thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, like, that's still, by the way, the dog's in the background crying. If anyone <laughs> oh, can hear. poor I baby. I have to acknowledge him if anyone thinks I'm running a torture chamber. He's perfectly healthy. He, he, got he a, just he wants to be a part of the show. He's a little depressed because he just got back <laughs> from Kentucky and he had to leave his friends. So he's <laughs> alone in the kitchen. Anyway, not to interrupt, but the dog's heckling us right now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't even think they can hear him, but I just yeah. have to. Like, I can hear him. So, okay. So, because sometimes you, you're with Jim, you're doing mainly theaters now. Mm-hmm. And they don't have the same comedy 
structure that a club has with the host, middle act. Right. Do you go up on stage like cold open? Mm-hmm. So you just have the house introduce you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was an adjustment for sure. Um, but yeah, it was like voice of God from the side of the stage. And, <laughs> and I always had to kind of make a joke about it because they would always intro it like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, presenting Jim Norton. And the crowd would go fucking crazy. And then they'd be like, but first, <laughs> and then I, you know, saunter out grows. there and I had to, oh, like that became my opener in those situations was like, I know that you guys, you know, like yeah. a little disappointed because you probably thought Jim was going to come right out and then you hear, but first and you're like, God damn it. Like, I would have this open for Craig Shoemaker where some, some of the rooms, mainly comedy clubs, but then you'll do a casino and they'll just play jock jams and they're like, all right, when the song ends, walk on. And oh, I thought they were kidding and sort of the song ends and like, Dave, Hey, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then I have to go up and look like I'm not like Brutal. a guy who just stumbled onto the stage. Yeah, like there's a uh, Kia Spectrum with its lights on. Like you look <laughs> like you're just gonna like come out to yeah. make an announcement and then leave again. Just the bus uh, boy rolls out yeah. on the stage. Yeah. What's it? What's your favorite place to perform? That, that you? Oh, that you have oh, performed. Man, there's been some really awesome places. Uh, Performing in Washington, D.C. was so cool. Um, Atlanta was great. Reno and Albuquerque were awesome, which is so funny because a lot of people are like, oh, those cities are shitty. And, you know, like those people there, whatever. But I'm from Spokane, so I feel like it's my people. Like we identify the white trash in each other. Truck truck nuts. (laughs) Yeah, it's like there's a connection there. So that was really fun. Um, They can be great audiences. Sometimes like a metropolitan audience is like, oh, we're above that. Versus like the heart of America. People don't see until you get to go on the road and do like you know mid the midwest is amazing for absolutely comedy. yeah 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 um so many great places. i feel so lucky it's been like over 60 cities in like and a what's year the and biggest a half. audience um i think close to 2000 most of the theaters were like 1500 ish so Do you have to change your pacing up and is you know is it like a slower sort of yeah audience? i definitely have felt like my pacing has slowed down and then when i got into we did a bunch of theaters and then went to a club toward the end of it. And it was weird because I felt myself like having to kind of pick my pace back up again. Cause you get used to, it's just like a very different cadence kind of a thing. Yeah. But yeah. Now, and, and I'm sure you get asked this. I know you get asked this a ton, but my audience isn't like huge in the comedy scene. Oh yeah. So like what, what is the vibe with your boyfriend? And I don't know if you would say because he's a funny comedian. Yeah, he's and he's, he's great. But like he's just like a lot. So it's I don't want to complain about being a white guy, but like it's a tough market out no, there. No, I know it's literally the only area in life where it sucks to be a white dude. I, I always say it's you. You have to be such an idiot to be a white guy and try stand up comedy. Yeah, <laughs> like what the are you numbers doing? are not in your favor, and it's silly because that demographic has the most like mainstream success. I would say like you see more white male comics yeah. doing stand up. There's just 50,000. But it's just, but yeah, it's way harder to stand out. Exactly. Inside becoming one of she's them. like, Oh boy, that acoustic guitarist is looking real good. <laughs> 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 what, what was that dude's name? There aren't enough white Chaz. male acoustic guitarists. <laughs> yeah. So, but That's is true. it like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's supportive, but like, he's so supportive. Um, it was definitely an adjustment when the, the, th- touring with Jim started because you know Kane and I moved down to LA from Seattle together and we'd both been doing it about the same amount of time I've been doing it for like seven years he's been doing it for about eight and uh 
you know, the gym thing happened after we'd lived here for like four months. So when you both come down together, it's such a bonding thing of like, oh my God, we're in this new city together, but we're going to like hustle, hustle together and make, make it, it work. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, also Jim is like his favorite comedian. So his favorite comedian oh. swoops <laughs> up his girlfriend to tour with him. And then he's left like At doing like alone. local gigs, like taking care of the cats you know it's like the mo it was like such a huge test on our relationship but i am so lucky that he is like incredibly supportive and i can't imagine can't imagine being with anybody else can't imagine being with anybody who isn't a comedian as well you know where it's like they get that lifestyle not to mention didn't he get jumped like right when he got to he got assaulted sure within I like i want to talk to him about it too so yeah. i don't want to make it about him but yeah, yeah, yeah. i know he was talking about it in his stand-up his mouth was wired shut yeah it was i've never seen someone have such a great stand-up set with their mouth wired shut. <laughs> he, he literally was like telling jokes. Of the, and I was like, I can't wait to see him with his mouth open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he's amazing. He's a very, very brilliant, hilarious comedian. Um, and he had just the worst luck for this yeah. first year that we lived here. Like, got assaulted. Like, I left for so, like, I was gone for so many periods of time, and he's, it just, oh, man. And that's, for those, for those, if you want to move to L.A., uh, your woman's going to get taken from you, and you're going to get a bat <laughs> to the face. Like, that's, that's how L.A. That's welcomes That's the lesson, people. yeah. Lesson L.A. Learned. is not it's a very a metaphor, welcoming metaphor, But in your case, that, like, actually was Yeah, it was one of those things where he was like, did I break a mirror? Did, like, seriously, is like, a level of superstition. It's like, what the fuck did I do to get so unlucky for a year straight, but... We're feeling like 2017 is going to be a better well, year for him. Well, the thing is, it only makes you a funnier comic. I mean, it's true. those sort of experiences, you don't wish them upon anyone, but it's like, that's the shit that like really brings you like to the top of like, you know, you just like, like, you know, a friend Quincy Jones got cancer and like right. the shit he can talk about. And, and it sounds horrible to say, but it's like, there are can cancer survivors and people going through chemo that can watch him and be like, "Oh shit!" Like this guy's yeah, not, I can relate. He's not packing it in, right? And like, and, and in your case, it's like you have a unique uh, relationship where it's like you're you're being pulled off at in in that's like the best case scenario. And of course, you've deserved every second. Like, how did you guy? How did he find you? Or? Thank you. You know, it actually came through a tweet. That's what? how fucking weird the world of stand-up comedy is now or just like as entertainment in general but yeah he uh jim had tweeted that he was coming to la to do some podcasts to promote his special and this was you know year and a half ago or so and uh listeners of my podcast are tweeting at me like i'll try and get him on try and get him on and at first i was like i'm not gonna try and get him on like he doesn't know who i am i don't have some like giant podcast i don't want to just be like suckling at the power teat you know what i mean like yeah because you could like if you looked at his tweet it's all these comedians like do my podcast man do my podcast and i was like i don't want to be another one of those people but your listeners think that yeah, you're you're the one they listen to. Why wouldn't he want to be in your podcast? right, like, right? But I just was like, oh god, I don't know. Um, and then a listener uh, Facebook messaged me with Jim's email, and Jim's email is on his Twitter as well. But I didn't, I didn't really see it there. And uh, the guy was like, I've emailed him before, and he's responded. Uh, you should just just email him. I was like, okay, fine. And at the time, I was at my day job that I hated, and I just felt like. Okay, I, I have nothing to lose. So I just sent him a quick email that was like, hey, you know, I'm Kelsey Cook, and I saw your tweet. I'd love to have you on my podcast, blah, blah, blah. And 
sent it, didn't think about it again. And like two hours later, I had a response from him. No I was way. like, hey, this is Jim Norton. Like, would love to do your podcast. Can you come meet me at my hotel tomorrow at this time to record it? And I showed Kane because I was like, this is spam, right? Like, if I go, my head's going to get chopped off like, in this <laughs> hotel room. Like, this is some ISIS yeah. video, right? <laughs> and he was like, oh my God, Sam, go. So uh, I went and it was great and we hit it off. And then from there, it was like, I think his manager maybe sent me one weekend date of like, Jim wants to have you open for him and, you know, can you come do this? And it went well. And then... And that was before he had uh, announced his big tour. Right. So you were touring with him before, like, the big tour. Yeah, for about six months before the big tour. It's amazing. And then, like, after that first week I went well, then his manager sent me basically, like, the rest of the year. And I just was, like, sitting there with, like, tears coming down. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. You know, it's like, just, that's... It's just everything that you are waiting for. In the end, you want... You wanted perfect your act and do as much time as possible in front of great audiences. Yeah. And, and it's difficult to open for a name. Absolutely. Like we were talking, I think before off air, like no one's there to see you. Absolutely. And, 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 but the beauty of that is like, I've had headliners tell me I was open for Lynn Coplets. I did a show. Oh, and she yeah. was like, look, and she's great. I, I wish I can't wait for Tasha to see her. Cause that's, I've only heard comics. amazing things about her. I've she been destroys wishing. Rooms yeah. In New York. She's, uh, and I've, I've seen her do shows in the comedy cellar and then also uptown. I've seen her do like some urban rooms where she annihilates and she's just like damn. a dainty older uh, woman from Alabama. She's so cool. But she was like, look, Dave, like no one's gonna, no one cares if you bomb or kill. They're there to see me. So just yeah. don't forget that. And she like really meant it. That takes the pressure off yeah. too. Yeah. It's like, Absolutely. whatever, you just go out there and like make the most of your time on stage in this room. And, yeah. and that's obviously all you, you want to, yeah, you want to kill and you want to do your best. But at the same time, it's like, just, just lower the expectations. <laughs> that's not a bad thing to do. I think to lower them a little bit. Yeah. But like, so how, uh, a lot of jobs that women have, there's an older man trying to take advantage of them. In stand-up, and I'm not saying that this is Jim, but in stand-up, you must get a million guys that have been like, hey, do my podcast, or hey, do my show, or hey, I want to book you at my club, and they're just creeping on you. Right. How do you tell the difference? I feel I've gotten better. Uh, I actually, I was like very naive for a long time, and I always just kind of like assumed the best in people. Um, Also, I didn't grow up being like a sought after girl I guess as far as like boys go men go like all of my best friends were the ones who got like voted like prom queen and homecoming I was like the kid in like the honors math classes that was like funny but like I had a boyfriend but it wasn't ever like a bunch of male attention so I kind of naively just didn't assume anybody was trying to fuck me ever like that was never (laughs) you know and so it was always like I would get myself in these situations where I would just assume that somebody was being friendly and then all of a sudden it's like oh no (laughs) like I didn't realize that's what you're trying to do I feel like most women it gets so far and they have no idea. Like even with Tasha, I was like trying to kiss her before she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, <laughs> really? Oh, I've sent out many signs. <laughs> many signs. No, many a sign were sent, my lady. And we're I bowling think... alone. Like, what the <laughs> fuck did you want? I think men and women are just on different planets when it comes to that sort of thing. Like right. we are very, especially when it's something that's like you meet somebody through your career or whatever. Right. So when, you know, it's like work. I have always been like just work mindset work related never right. expecting that anyone is like trying to hit on me and um and they still do well but you okay we've talked about this on the podcast before just like being so like direct about your intentions and like that's 
the thing is like if you're asking somebody out because you want to hook up with them, don't say you want to get lunch about business stuff like that. You know, it's like, yeah, let's make a distinction between the two so that people don't end up confused and weirded out. Yeah. I've always said modeling and comedy, they're very similar because they're not until you've made it. I don't think you're respected. Like if you tell someone that you're a comedian, yes, that's a, a very model, great point. Or an actor, or anything else creative in this city, absolutely. Some people assume that you are just waiting table. You know, they, they don't take you seriously in your craft. Yeah, yeah, like or they're like, but yeah, but what do you really do? I'm like, no, I, I do this full time. Like, oh, but so it's not a, just a hobby. It's like, no, it's like it's my job. You know, people always assume that it's like just a little. Oh, I just hit an open mic a couple times a year. You know, I just think it's fun. <laughs> You're like, I get by without making a dollar. I was telling telling Tasha this yesterday and it's no knock on her family or mine, but I was like, I don't think your family thinks I'm, you know, going to make it. And I I was like that, you know, that's what drives me. But no no one thinks that, you know, watch no one. But what do you want them to sit down and tell you? We really believe in you, Dave. Like nobody. My Uh, family has never said that to me. (laughs) Your family. Every comic wants that. Every comic wants their family to be like, we believe in you. But that's just not that's not realistic. My family still doesn't. You know, like after they like threw a fit and like because I I didn't go back to school after my third year of college. I stayed oh, okay. in New York and okay. continued to pursue modeling. Tasha was in a very high-end fashion fashion designing. design program. Got um, it. But and it was like super on intense. Yeah, in New is, York. But this is why you're, you're you're supposed to just go with the flow. Like the internship was like, no, you're you're a model. Someone like, in New York, kind of as I was like having this tumultuous decision, you know, making yeah. this like really hard decision, was like, you just got to follow the breadcrumbs. Like, you know, all yeah. of this stuff has been happening so like easily and we're really quickly for you in right. New York. Like, you hate your program. Why on earth would you go back to something that you totally. hate when like you have all of this on a platter in front of you? It's like, oh, yeah, duh. Yeah. So oh, yeah, I love duh. that saying, follow your breadcrumbs. That's follow great, the breadcrumbs. I gave Hansel up carbs for 2017, but. The metaphor works. <laughs> I gained, I'm not. I'm not kidding. I gained nine and a half pounds in Kentucky. Twelve days. Nine and from half, doing what? You're drinking a lot. Biscuits. I didn't drink mm. much. Her family just fed me. Yeah, we, my family is really into food. Like awesome. every meal is a meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my dad always cooks like the most amazing breakfast, like cinnamon rolls and blueberry pancakes oh and French God, toast. And every amazing. day is like a new like but meal. I didn't gain any weight the first three days. I was I was weighing myself every day. So I'm, this is gonna be the one. I don't I don't fuck it up. I didn't gain weight. I'm, oh, I'm getting fucking phone calls. Sorry. And um. And then three days in, I just gained a lot of weight. So, like, I feel like I'm still gaining weight until three days out of the binging. Do you know what I mean? Like, I have to readjust Maybe your my... body is, like, on a slow yeah. timer. So, no sugars. We're doing a whole bunch of, like, just just proteins, fats, and greens. and Like, paleo, basically, kind pretty, of. Pretty much. I mean, we had, like, a, a yams last night, but that's supposed to be good for you. Like, that's, like... I'm... Uh, he likes the whole paleo and what's the other word for it? Like the keto diet. Keto. I really oh, yeah. like like a vegan, like a very veggie heavy diet. Right. And I think carbs are fine in small amounts, at right. least for my body. So we kind of like just try and go like super veggie heavy, yeah. cut down on carbs for him. Like how LA we made this podcast 23 minutes. <laughs> veggie <laughs> heavy. <laughs> Hashtag veggie heavy. But it's, the, what I've learned when I'm, when I'm no sugar, 
uh, like when I'm really doing like a good diet, my creativity through the roof. Like I'm slow burning. And then Joe Rogan was talking about this on his podcast, and I was like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Like you're not sp- like if I have a sh- like sugar, I don't. That's not enough time to write out a bit. That's just enough time to have. Oh, that's a great idea. Uh, let's watch Netflix, and then you spite, and then you interesting. Eat. So I'm I pursue. I'm. It's more of like a, of a mental thing, but also like I don't want to be on stage and look like you know my guts hanging out. <laughs> Below your T-shirt, no in between your button. T-shirt yeah. and your and pants. And I have some unflattering poses I do on stage, and it's just not helping. <laughs> Boone, Boone agrees with me. Oh, boom. Um, so, so anyway, so uh, back to back back to your relationship. I don't know if <laughs> dietary intake. So, uh, how does it work with with like uh, writing? Do you guys swap? bounce ideas off each other all day long like how does yeah that work? absolutely we um i mean not it's not like an all day long thing but we just if one of us has a thought that we're trying to flush out it's we both trust each other's comedy opinions you know like sometimes we'll <clears throat> be like hey what do you think of this tag and the person will be like nah, i don't know like that's not really my voice it's more like your voice whatever. but you preface it out like what do you think about this totally. you don't just try a bit on oh your boy. boyfriend or girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> oh, I smell some tension in the room. You know when I'm trying to bit out. And yes. I've always said this. If you just give me an honest answer, we get there faster. You know what I mean? Like, things will progress faster. Are you saying that Dave like- just, like just casually like, starts into it. Yes, bit. like we'll be like in the middle of a conversation <laughs> and he'll just like slip in a sentence that has like a slightly different tone. He has like a little <laughs> bit of a different voice when he's in his comedy <laughs> You guys are like eating. He's like, your airplane food. You're like, wait, this seems unusual. <laughs> I feel like this is just a bit that I you're trying on me. Which makes me feel like you think but I'm sometimes dumb. Like you're just going to get one over on sometimes me. Sometimes it's like we're, you know, we're waiting, you know, we're, something's happening to us and, and I'm like, oh, like that's a thing and I'll start talking about it. But no, no. Now Kelsey's like, oh, geez, he's running bits by his girlfriend. Uh, it's, you know, I mean, yesterday I'm on my way to Flappers. You know I'm running a bit. You know I'm trying to work something out if I'm going to go say it in front of people. But that's yeah. weird. Like, you don't tell her, like, hey, like, what do you think of this? You just start saying it? Well, I think I say, I think I communicate, what do you think of this? why <laughs> uh, do you actually say that i feel, like, I feel it, like she just doesn't listen to me so she wouldn't know if i said what do you think about this she has no i think when you say what do you think about this from the get-go then i'm a little more receptive but you also see they honor each other's opinions so if i say eh, i don't know you can't be like oh this is great I get, <laughs> if she doesn't laugh <laughs> I guess I get so mad agree, i have like, to like fake this? this is funny i'm gonna go but sometimes i go on stage and maybe i increase my tone on stage but i make it like work not that i'm forcing it to work but like maybe i just didn't sell it to you i guess i don't know i don't i still haven't decided if tasha is a great read of of like a bit because like sometimes she's like no i know this is gonna work like this yeah. is funny it's worked a few times i'm telling it to you and you're like mm. see also i just don't think we should ever gauge on one person and i tell myself that if, if i run a bit by kane and he's like mm, I don't know. I take I take some, you know, value in that. I'm like, okay, he didn't like it. It's fine. But I also think that, like, that is one speci- specific human being with a specific sensibility. He's run things by me that I'm like, I don't know about. I feel like that might not go well. And then it goes great. And also, in so deep know. down, you're, pr- you're trying to protect each other, even if you don't know you're doing it. And sometimes protecting somebody doesn't help them 
be get 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 to the edge. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I've had my my, my friend Katie Holler. She used to be like uh, my like writing partner when I lived in New York, and she'd always be like, "Oh, you're gonna come off like a douchebag," <laughs> and I was really worried about coming off like a douchebag. And, and then sometimes like, well, maybe I should. Maybe I should just embrace your douchebag. That I'm <laughs> your a douchery. white dude with a ponytail on stage. Like, yeah. what am I trying to sell? <laughs> like, I should talk about the like re, like the ridiculous like way i was brought up that's like not normal you know what i mean so i was i was probably too worried about my identity a little earlier Mm. because some of those mics you're being judged by guys that you just want to be friends with totally it's just like you're back in high school and you're like "Ah, i want to experiment with these jokes but like i want to be your friend brian like yeah it's that fucks with comics so much where it's like you want the respect of other comics but if you're only playing to other comics you're not doing your job like you have to be playing to yeah non-comics because yeah. that's what's in a crowd and also but yeah sometimes comics aren't the right judge i mean in, in most cases they understand joke structure and it's funny like if you tell someone a joke they'll be like, oh yeah it's funny right but it's jaded as fuck you gotta be like oh like whenever like if i'm doing like testing something out and it bomb like bombs i'm like oh there might be something there yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe quiet. they're resentful of how brilliant that was yeah, yeah. or it sucks but uh, you know yeah so i had people tell me when i was i was my my second roast battle uh, that I had a few people like that. I respect him. I'm like, I don't get that joke, man. That's no good. I was like, I think this joke's good. And I did it on stage and it's ev- by far the funniest joke I've ever had. And I just what? like, I Can just you, knew. Are you able to share it? Like sure. Podcast it was, people heard it. Yeah. It was, um, I was roasting Valerie Tossi. She's a friend of mine. She's oh yeah. Barely slightly. Like she's a Boston girl with not, she's not thi- super thin, but she's by no means fat. Right. But I w- so I was going in on her for being chubby because I was I knew that was going to bother her. Yeah. And I was like, um, uh, Val's acting career is just like her body type, full of mom roles. <laughs> and and then the, the wave came out and everyone was ah, and it's stupid. It's stupid. It's just a play on words. It's stupid. But like, a I lot like of comics it. Are like, I don't really think it's strong or whatever. But it was dumb enough that it worked. You know? Yeah. So like, no, that's really funny. You just don't know. I mean, I mean, I. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to run one by you, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> sneaking in roast jokes. We're roasting. In two weeks. Yes. It's important for people to know. Mm-hmm. So this will be your second roast and my fourth. I've snuck a couple in. Yes. Because uh, I'm doing... No, it'll be my fifth. Oh, my Lord. Because I'm doing one You have week. one this week and one in but, but next week? You've got more You're talent. like in the gym. I don't want to I don't want dis, to diss any of them because I feel like they've all been on my podcast. But you've got a ton of talent. So oh, I, I am <laughs> I am fully aware I could go in... Like, I, I, can, I can lose and still have a decent record. I feel like... <laughs> You'll be okay couple, with it. Yeah, I'd be okay. Oh, to roast Kelsey, I'd be. I would be honored because you've got like Jim Norton's watching your roast. I would be, love nothing more to be the comic that just you bludgeon on. Stage. <laughs> I'm just excited to do it. Like I'm excited. I'm getting to know you guys more. It's so much more fun when it's like you go in with like good feelings. I feel like yeah. those are the best roasts is when it's people that are like friends and friendly it's always awkward when you can just tell people are like just like spewing hatred because yeah. they don't know the other person or like care and it's like no, that you can't it's and never I know we don't know one. we don't really know each other but like i think there's a respect there versus like a absolutely bunch of and by the way so to give you some material we make homemade soap together i know that so yes you can leave here with a couple bars of homemade soap <laughs> thank you and, so uh, much we, yeah, we make soap and and um a coffee scrub and I know you do. I love that. You yeah, makeup, beauty videos, beauty makeup videos. videos. Yeah. So, do you on YouTube? Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's so cool. That's yeah. how I knew Kelsey because I don't think you guys met, but we were paying. Uh, we were, <laughs> that was so remember, funny. We were paying our meter at the comedy store outside, and there was a line or whatever. And then Kelsey came up and was like, "Oh, good." I was like, "Every comic, it's always tr- trying to be nice to other comics, but never like to kiss ashes." Hey, could and I was like, "Hey, I watched your makeup video. Good job." <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm like, oh, I'm the creep. I I am the creep watching your makeup videos. Dude, he's like trying it out on I know. himself. Buffalo <laughs> Bill on himself. Charcoal, uh, whatever the eyes. Uh, Eyeliner. Smoky. Yeah, good smoke. I don't oh, smoke. Yeah, okay. there you go. Uh, you know. So what brought on that? Like, what made you want to do that? Um, I mean, I think. Uh, all of us comics have side things that we enjoy or you should, you know, like it makes you, I think, a more normal, well-rounded person if you have other things beside like just comedy on your mind every fucking second. Um, and I've always liked the idea of like the art behind makeup. I like that you can completely transform somebody's Were face. Were you like a painter or artist or anything? Yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved, I loved art and I loved like the art classes in high school and all that shit. Um, but I started to watch more of those videos in the last maybe like five years. And I learned a lot about how to apply makeup the right way on myself. And it made me feel so much better when I went out like, oh, I feel like I finally know what I'm doing. But a problem I saw in a lot of those makeup videos where a lot of the people are like, hi, okay, so today we're going to do a smoky eye. <laughs> and it's like, I'm going to fucking blow my brains out. Like You're just people, trying to like not listen, but listen. Yeah, like, like they, there's like these like very beautiful people who like know how to do makeup, but some of them are very hard to listen to or watch and there's no like humor in it. And so I was like, you know, I know, I feel like I have a good handle on makeup and have always enjoyed that process and like you know skincare and all that stuff it's like i should start them and also try to incorporate humor and make it like a fun a fun thing like getting younger women love that they love to have someone they can look up to that like knows their shit but it's also like cool like have you built like an audience with because like with jim norton you're opening for probably an older crowd but with the makeup tutorials i imagine it's for like your age and younger (laughs) so different yeah Yeah. i'm sure they watch for different reasons like that's that's just something out of your control at that point yeah that's true although i did the thing that i've been enjoying the most is um i started a web series maybe five months ago called stand-ups doing makeup um and so that's where i bring a comedian on with me it's been every time it's been a male so far but i'd like to bring on a female comedian on with me soon and do it like blindfolded but the Oh, the reason it's fun to bring a guy on is because we each have 10 minutes to do each other's makeup and usually I make them look beautiful and people think it's kind of fun to see like a dude all done up in like Contoured. nice makeup <laughs> yeah like bronze and like cheeks like highlighted and fake eyelashes people think it's really fun to see and then I can't help them I'm not allowed to tell them what to do so it's just men that are like I don't know what any of this is. And they just like <laughs> destroy my face. I mean like the things that have been done to my face. I'm telling you like, I, like I've got like pubescent acne coming back to haunt me right now. People are just like taking like eyeliner and like drawing it into oh, my cheeks. Like you're just sitting there like, do you know what this is worth? How, do you know how much yeah. I spent on this thing? You're like right. making sure that they wash their brushes. And oh their my God. Like, yeah. Please do Tasha's makeup. That, and, and if she promised not to talk, that would last 13 seconds. It's like, no, 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 no. What are you doing with that brush? Oh, it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. So that's been fun. And I've enjoyed doing that a lot because I feel like that's like equal parts makeup and humor which i enjoy the beauty videos i was kind of uh, hesitant to start for a while because i was like oh, it feels like out of your comfort zone yes this is such a deviation because there's this like comic stereotype that you're supposed to always be sarcastic and shitty and like not take anything seriously besides be kind of ugly on stage yeah exactly like, god forbid you don't have a flannel on like god forbid you dressed nice and sexy for your body yeah you're god like forbid. above the what material you're saying right especially with female comics i think a lot of us have been told to like frump yourself up on stage so that like you are relatable less, yeah less threatening or like 
I don't know. Like, don't be distracting. Don't like look too nice. And do you feel there's truth in that though? Well, the guy's like, look, I'm just staring at your legs the whole time. It's like it's It's, not your fault. Yeah, I think that guys. Well, I feel like I've heard guys say this that like they don't want someone that they're attracted to to also be funny. Like they can't think about two things at one time. Like they want to look at you and they want you to shut up. <laughs> or, makes me want to throw right? up. Who is saying that? I don't who know. I feel like way? I saw that on like a documentary. If you're or a dude that feels that way, shit is we're, fucked we're, up. I think like have sexy. more than a one track mind. Yeah. yeah, but there's been times where like Tasha posted a political post on her Instagram. You know, she pro it was get pro, so much it hate. Was pro Bernie, it wasn't anti anyone else, and she had this one guy. We we went down the biggest trolling path, and we ended up both apologize. Like I apologized to the guy, and the guy apologized. <laughs> to but I I broke him down and be like, look, man, we're going like you're making fun of a girl. Like he was like, I'm gonna unfollow you. You're not hot enough for me to take. You know what I mean? Like this dude was real. He was a high, he was a college football coach. Which makes what? it even worse. Yeah. And then, oh, and man. then, like, I'm like, I've, I'm like, I've like followed his daughter. I was like, and then I find out she's <laughs> You're like, so 15. creepy. <laughs> and, like, oh. and then she's like, why are you following me? You're fucking creep. I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't know you were 15. But the point remains, like, we're not, you know what I mean? Like, we're people. You, like, I was like, like why don't put us in a box? Don't like, we can be more than one thing. You can yeah. be a beautiful woman and a hilarious comedian. Yeah. You can be I somebody who I, likes makeup and like likes to yeah. be shitty on stage. I had somebody was like, I thought you were like a tom boy and i was like well i love sports i've played sports my whole life but that doesn't mean i have to look like a fucking garbage can all the time you're like, allowed can to I, be more than one thing yeah can i put some fucking lipstick on like what's the <laughs> problem that's so but yeah you're right people are more comfortable when they can like put one identity on you and be like okay that is how i'm categorizing that person but i'm very like i'm weird yeah. like i'm you know like i've got like this my I, my whole life I've played foosball. I don't know if you know that. About oh, me. that's the right. Whole, like, You're like weird, a national champion. Yeah, what? like weird foosball background. Oh, I need to remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I need to write that one down. <laughs> yeah, the foosball stuff. I was like a math major. I thought I was going to be like a high school math teacher. Like I have a bunch of like weird nerdy shit about me. But I also like love sports and I love makeup and comedy. Like I'm not, I don't. You're a multifaceted human being though. Like right, that's what, like what I thought was a be. good thing, but people get weird about it. They're do you like, do your makeup and then play foosball? <laughs> Is it part of your like psycho? <laughs> like you got smoky One eyes, woman like. used to, um, Moya, she actually passed away tragically. It was horrible like a year ago, but she was known. She had like amazing tits and she would intentionally take her bra off right before a match like in front of the guy like if she was playing a singles match against a guy she would take her bra off and a lot of foosball is like playing defense like this like you're shaking (laughs) and it was just like tits galore like tits everywhere and it was absolutely a distraction technique and like it worked in her favor a lot she was also an incredible player but yeah that's how it used to be with beer pong when you'd play like in high school like the chick would always like take her she would like always like show you the string of her thong and the guy would be like But it was true. And like we're just like we're like we're just like seventeen year old kids that like God forbid you see a chick's string of her thong. We're just like all right, game's over. Right. What right. do you need from me? I'm gonna go home and you know have blue balls. Right. Ew. It's tough. What you guys don't understand is that how tough it is being a guy with like the the unfortunate like built up sexual tension. Like I'm sure. Do you get this? Do you have guys that just get mad at you because they've got they like sexually repressed or like. Because you look like a girl that might have like said no to them to go to the prom in high school. Yeah, it doesn't happen often. I feel like it's the opposite because I I'm a very friendly person, and I think sometimes people assume that if friendly you, means like yeah, I want to date you, suck your dick, yeah, and it's like, and then if you 
aren't trying to do that, if you're just genuinely being friendly, then it's they're like, well, what? And it's like, I just was nice to you, but I wasn't, you know, it's like, so there's, I think, some confusion there. Like, there's and it must help that you've got a, like, long-term boyfriend that, like, people for the most part are going to know, like, you're not coming on to them if you're just being nice to a comic. yeah. Or- Granted, I'm also, and I've, like, been very open. I'm, like, a flirty person. Like, I like flirting. I think flirting's very healthy. And, like, I, like, know that Kane flirts. And I'm, like, good, go do that. Like, I think couples should do that still. I think that's weird when it's, like, don't look at her. You know? It's, like, the, yeah, the, who does that help? You know? It's, like, they're going to look anyway. When was the last time you got jealous? Ooh. Like, because of your boyfriend? You know, I don't get too jealous about um, when Kane is sexually attracted to other women. Like, we're very open, like, talking about, like, who we're attracted to and stuff like that. But if it's a female comedian, like, if it's another female comedian who is attractive and funny, I get more threatened in that way because I feel like I'm in charge of the funny. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're like, this is my thing. (laughs) That's so true. I know when Tosh is laughing at another comic's jokes... Even at Go Bananas, there was a white Why, comic. you can just there's, hear me? There's a white male on after <laughs> me. We were in Cincinnati. We are in Kentucky, and I did a quick spot in, in Cincinnati at Go Bananas. And the guy after me was like a tall white guy from New York. And, and, and you were laughing at him. And I wasn't like, ugh. But I was like, oh, I'm going to raise my game. Right. <laughs> I didn't crush enough. So this guy after me cried on stage. Like, <laughs> but it's true. Like that's No, that's my thing. I make you laugh. So it's, yeah. it's going to be like a primal sort of like... That, but that's what I brought to the table. So if 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 like if you if Kane thinks another girl's funny, then what am I? Yeah, there's something much more threatening about that than just a physical attraction. There, I've I find like less connection with that. Like I feel like we can all be so easily physically attracted to many many people, but to actually be like emotionally attracted to that person or have that person yeah, make you laugh, so, that's way more difficult. Yeah, layers start to we, uh, be formed, and you're like, oh, I don't we, know. We reference the Superior Man almost every episode. Um, it's a book that was written, and there's a lot of modern, uh, I think, feminism would like vomit in disgust over this book. But it just talks about how men and women are equal but different, and it's okay to feel the sexuality of someone else and not act on it. It's almost better to absorb right. if someone's not. I'm saying not if someone's coming on to you, but if like say like someone walks by down the street, and you go, oh yeah, like just just but not but not thinking. No, I'm good because then you're gonna be the, some psycho on Craigslist in ten years, and like the more you repress yourself from just natural feelings. And it doesn't mean you got to go fuck everybody. Right. It just means like if, if appreciating that somebody is attractive, appreciating like, Tasha sees a guy running down the street and he's like sweaty and kind of sexy, whatever. And then she's feeling turned on and comes home and has sex with me. Like I'm okay with that. But yeah. she, <laughs> she had a dream. We, we can talk about it. Cause we talked about Was it. This is this the episode that you listen? Guys that slapped you with their dick? Yeah. In the dream? <laughs> We've never been open before, and people wrote in, or people commented on Twitter that said it was refreshing how honest we were being. But it was, it was. I had an honest curiosity. I wasn't too upset, but at first I was. At first I was like, I can't believe she's telling me. Really? Because if I told her I fucked, uh, I mean, if I, I think I said Britney Spears as an example, but like, yeah. What if I said I fucked um, a chick that I didn't open mic with? In my dream. Yeah, I mean, but dreams are weird. I have such vivid, I have really just bizarre dreams almost every night. Yeah. And um, so, like, it wouldn't necessarily, like, I wouldn't get, like, super mad to hear that, you know, he's, like, having sex with an ex or something in his dream. Totally. But 
It would, yeah, it would bother me. Like, I wouldn't love it, but I know that you can't control. Like, last night, I dreamed that I was, like, getting chased by some murderer, and I had, like, thwarted his plan by stealing one of his ingredients, and I was, like, being chased by this murderer in a mall, like, trying to hide in a mall. That's so dumb. It's bizarre. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid. That's the shit that makes me think Tasha needs to, like, meditate before. <laughs> She's an action hero in half of her dreams. Like, you're waking up exhausted. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. This taken dream. Which, by the way, I'm proud of this. Four days, no phone in my bed. That's my new resolution. His new Year's resolution, oh, which I think is excellent. thing you can do. Put the phone right there. I did this morning. 8 a.m. alarm. I can step out of bed, shut my alarm off, go make coffee. Versus every other day th- this you year. You got up to pee and you like came back and you didn't get straight out of bed. And I like opened one eye like, what is he doing? I saw you over here checking your phone. <laughs> No, I checked. Uh, I checked no, I'm saying it's. Was. I know. I knew exactly what you were doing. Checking the time. It's totally fine. But it was just funny that like you had to do it over here because right. you couldn't bring it. It affects the romantic life in a way that you can't even know. And we weren't bad, but like if we're both on our phones when we wake up or when we go to bed, like what are we not connecting? It's the yeah. worst. I'm like I'm at this place right now where. I know it sucks being a comedian, being a model where it's like you have to have a social media presence. It's just how it is in this day yeah. and age. Like you have to be promoting yourself and all that shit. But I think there's this idea, I was talking with a friend last night, of like production versus consumption. I think it's fine that we should be posting stuff. But for me personally, I can't scroll anymore. I can't spend time scrolling on yeah. Facebook, scrolling on, on Instagram. Because it's just never ending. Well, it's a like black hole. So it been, never makes me feel good. It never brings good feelings. It only makes me feel inferior. It makes me compare myself to other people. Yeah, oh, this person is posting more than I am. Oh, they're getting better they stuff better numbers, than I am. They have better show dates i'm not sponsored by art of war but war of art Art. where'd it go where is it right there um but like i am obsessed with this book have you have you read this before no i've been big on the artist's way do you know the artist way i just started back up on my morning pages me yes just like it's so hard to do but i know but it's so good we have artist way uh the the very similar war of art you're talking about consumption versus like you can't consume there are plenty of times i have to i've deleted podcasts i listen to off my phone i'm like i don't have enough hours in the week to listen to all of your success and not have my own i like yeah. to go running sometimes into the hills i go there's a great run i do and sometimes i just want to put on you know what dude uh yeah. robert kelly love him i just love to like listen and i and and I, I i still find time for his but a few i've had to get rid of and just be like no i need i need like some music that i'm not thinking about to like let my own creativity come yeah out. there's a reason why you get all of your best ideas in the shower it's because it's silence it's like the for the first time in our like crazy busy like media saturated days where we're not like distracted by something you have time to actually like let your brain chill out relax and just flow in yeah. the way that it's supposed cell to cell phones are becoming like now i mean yeah, i have a waterproof case i could be on my phone in the shower it's <laughs> Oh my sad. gosh! Yeah, I mean, not, but it's just sad. So it's yeah, it's like for me, 2017. It's about like reclaiming like my like non technological life. Like me sure, too. when I did wake up, I my checked creativity. My shit. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, do you do you and Kane have an issue with like with your knowing when to put your phones down if you're out together? Like, do you separate the quality time versus like, all right, yeah, we're on the couch, but we're both like just doing work? Yeah, we've gotten a lot better about it. Me in particular, he was better about if we would sit down to watch a TV show, he would take it very seriously. Like, we're experiencing this together and we're, we're watching it. And if I would like take some time while we're watching to like check Instagram, he'd be like, what are you doing? 
I was like, yeah. oh, I just like I'm just checking. like Kane. I'm like, no, we've. We're, we're, yeah, he's like, no, but we're rewind. doing this together. Yeah, and then he, oh, I would f- annoy him so bad because then I come back and be like, wait, wh- why is that person? He's like, oh yeah, my like, god, you missed <laughs> two full motherfucker. Yeah. Like, if you would have just so, I've gotten so much better about like really cherishing that time to just like watch something and experience it, enjoy it. The other day we went out and we ran some errands and went to lunch and I intentionally left my phone at home, which is like such a, you know, like it's so scary. Oh, I'm going to like miss knowing something. that. I mean, cause I knew I was like, we're going to be gone for like four or five hours. I is the best thing I could have done for myself. Oh, nice. It felt so fucking good. I can't even tell you. Cause yeah. like you notice strangers and things you yeah. wouldn't have noticed. At one point he went up uh, after lunch to go to the bathroom. So I was just sitting there at the table by myself and my instinct was to reach into my pocket and look at my phone. And, I was and like, you feel like empty and naked and awkward. Like people yeah. are looking at you like because you're the only person in the restaurant not on your phone. It made me so sad. I feel like I've poisoned my brain so much. It's like it wasn't even that long ago, that many years ago that we didn't do that. Like you would just sit there and like have a thought and look around and like we're we're lucky that we didn't. We the French just passed a law that that is this. It's like the right to unplug thing. They passed a law that says on nights and weekends they are not allowed to be bothered by their employers on their cell phone because we're wow. so like on. You know, it used to be that if your work called your house phone, maybe if there was an emergency or something, and right. if you weren't in, you weren't in, yeah. and like that nobody was getting mad at you because you weren't responding immediately. Right. Now we've got our email and phone always on us, and if you don't answer, people get upset, yeah. right? And the yeah. problem with what we do is last minute bookings. Like, there's been times where Tasha doesn't answer her phone, she misses the job. I mean, that you uh, know, like, yeah. oh, you're like, I maybe less with comedy, but sometimes you'll get a last minute, like, hey, you want you do this spot, and you just don't get to it in time. So, like, there is like, we do, we need, I mean, the, we have to be okay with like knowing that the drug is in our pocket, but also knowing when it's time for like back we have, phone, um, you know, you know, like emergency versus like, what am I even looking at? Yeah. Right. It's Absolutely. well, it's just, a, it's important for your health and well being. I think to yeah. like, just unplug for a second. Like, let's not look, we have device free time DFT where it's DFT. just like, <laughs> yeah. And that DFT girl. <laughs> I'm so sexy. Yeah. It's not. But it's just like, you know, the same thing. We want to sit down and eat dinner and watch a TV show or do whatever. It's like, yeah. let's have some DFT. Yeah. Let's just and then also, but also knowing like, Natasha's is like, Oh, I got to put together this Instagram post. I have to know that could be a half an hour. I have to know like, Okay, you're not gonna bang it out like I do. Like you're gonna be very meticulous. Yeah. Well, but you just have to know. Yeah. And make your caption perfect Mm -hmm. and the right emoji. And just and know that I'm not OCD with that and be okay that I have to know like oh like but you have to be clear with me and say I do. I give you like a time estimate. This is gonna be five to ten minutes and like that works best. Sometimes she's late. It's like you know five (laughs) o'clock on a Friday and she's shuffling things and the Instagram post isn't up and I get alerts on my phone. I know when the post went up so it's like all right phone (laughs) (laughs) down. Let's do it. Can I ask how you guys met? Uh, sure, it's super boring for the audience. I f- maybe I feel like they've heard it a lot. Sorry, no, it's okay. We met on a on um both doing background on a TV show in New York. Okay. Mildred what, Pierce. What drew you to him? Like, what made you intri- like interested in Still him? Still waiting to know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was really just in the mood to be left alone. I was going through a <laughs> seriously. A I was start. going through a, a breakup. I'm already very much like an introvert. Like, I don't really yeah, love to giant. be like approached by strangers. She was a bitch that day. You were also really obnoxious. A, I took it as a challenge. <laughs> really obnoxious. Don't get into the details. It's it's get into I the audience this. has heard it, but you know this was one of those. It was. 
Mildred Pierce, an HBO miniseries. It was shooting like at some mansion on Long Island. It takes or place something. like the 20s. It's okay. Like, it's yeah. Like, it's like um, Kate Winslet. Great Gatsby, and, sort of. Yeah. Okay. And um, so we're all in these expensive outfits and super uncomfortable. Human yeah, outside. itchy. Um, but anyway, this was like one of those calls where you have to like meet at a bus, like down by the Brooklyn bridge at, you know, right. And so, um, it's like 5am we're getting on this bus. Right. And I'm just like waiting for like, I want to sleep for the next you're hour like a wet cat. until just, we like, get to like to coffee yeah. and breakfast on set. I have a New York post, a coffee and a bagel. I just got next door. And he was um, just so loud. He's like five rows <laughs> behind me or something. And he was, talk- he was doing this thing. I call it peacocking. It's like where you want like, you know that everybody nobody else is talking so everybody can hear you obviously so you're just talking about like oh the things that are awesome like men men take (laughs) notes because who's on the couch next to me take notes i know well that's why i'm like i want to get to like like what where did the change happen she's looking at me and like how did i mean it really took no not that it was like a year's thing it it took over the course of years because we met we met and then didn't see each other for several years yeah we we didn't stay in touch maybe you know a little bit that day we took a photo together because we were like maybe the only two like in this area for whatever amount of time and there was like classic cars and we're all like dressed up really nice and it was just it was that's when you became interested like you were like all right take a photo like you got something out of the deal talking to me but i also did break her down she was super like done with the day and like she was mad (laughs) it was like i know it was a shitty time i know the (laughs) attitude but i I was happy as a clam. I was good to go. And, and yeah. I was like, all right, I'll talk to you. But I, I wasn't like making you sit next to me. I was like, hey, what are you doing? What's going on? Like I kind of, and I wasn't even doing stand-up at the time, but I was kind of like, I just crowd work. And you're like, hey, what's yeah. going on? What's your deal? What's happening? Like you're yeah. gorgeous. And, yeah. but I wasn't like, I'm going to take her home tonight. Like I kind of knew I wasn't, yeah. gonna, it wasn't going to happen. But, but I still, like, we took this picture together. He posted it on Facebook. So we have this picture of the day that we met. Right. Oh. But we just ended up being Facebook friends because he tagged me in this photo. And then I moved to L.A. shortly after that, not too long after that. And then maybe a year or two later, you moved out for like four or five months for like over the summer. Yeah. And um, just short term. But I had had like it was a difficult adjustment for for me moving from New York to L.A. And I've moved many times in my life. And. I have always had like a pretty easy time, like yeah. making friends and adjusting she's to a new city. She's gonna make it sound like she was doing charity work by hanging out with me. That's <laughs> no, what she's make it sound like. I'm just. I didn't. I the transition moving to LA was tough on me. I had a hard time making like my own friends yeah. and like meeting. Like I felt like New York is such a genuine place, yeah, and LA is kind of less genuine, right? And so it was just like. I don't know. I appreciated whenever I met like other New Yorkers because we kind of just got each other. Yeah. And um, so when he, he had like posted on Twitter or something that he was coming out here and I was like, oh, we should hang out. Like, let me take care of you. LA is like sort of not an easy place to move to. And, um, you know, hanging out with another New Yorker would be fun. And so, like, we went hiking or something, and that's how Super we reconnected. Zone stuff. And yeah, I wasn't trying to really get too much out of her at first, but then I was like, "Oh, let's like let's pursue this." I was twenty seven. I was like, finally at the stage of my life. I was like, "Oh, maybe I'll try to go on a date and like do it the real way versus yeah. like the old for the first time ever." Yeah, versus the New York way, which is like, "Hey, well, let's go get drinks and that's whatever." You know, what right? I mean? And you Pizza, see what happens. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so that's that was uh, that was almost that was uh, three years ago. Yeah. So then we started, you know, we started doing our thing and. It was pretty official, pretty fast, and whatever. Aww. Yeah. And our family plumps me up. I mean, it's a boring story, but it's... No, it's, I love it. And then, yeah, there's other... There's there's fun layers to it, <laughs> but, like, it's... Trust me, it's... 
there'll be a when we do other people's podcasts, we can we can like go through it all. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, I understand. I get it. Tightening the noose around their neck. Over, like, <laughs> totally, I understand. Tears. People sometimes ask me, and it's like, oh, like this is I'm like meeting a new friend. I'd love to like you know let them know, but the people that are listening have heard this a million times. So yeah, I get it. And we got to get out of here in a second. We're already at an hour. Wow, um, oh, Jesus, yeah, that went that fast. Flew by. Fly by. Um, I was I thought I said 35 minutes. I was like, oh no, we're wrong. No, it's 55 minutes. Um, but I wanted to ask a few more questions. And by the way, you got to come back with your boyfriend. Oh, we'd if, love that. If, if that's cool. I'd we would to. love that. Yeah. You get more honesty when like you start having couple competitions. So like, oh, my girl did this. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh boy. when this that sounds like a really embarrassing time for us. I've had oh, yeah. those episodes where I'm like, when I hit stop, are we okay? Are we <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I cannot like, uh, even tell you. Have you, oh, done, yeah. have you done like Rich Voss's uh, My Wife Hates Me? I don't think they really have guests, but that's a husband and wife. Right. Comedy. No, I haven't. And do you guys, have you guys done like any podcasts together? Have we done a, or do you like keep well, do you try to keep it separate? We've had each other on each other's podcasts. Okay. Um and th- you know those are f- I think fun for listeners. I think it's fun for people to hear like a couple's like I don't know. Yeah. Like real life actions. Yeah. yeah. I try to keep I I I try to keep our like Tasha Dave alone episodes refreshing. Because yeah, like, me too. I think we could do one every day and to an extent, but it's nice to have like a fun story where we've already like worked out by talking to friends and yes. we've got like, you know, like some perspectives. Absolutely. Those are always more fun than like, babe, what did, like, what have we done? Like we, what should we talk? Too, yeah. Too close. It's good know? to rack up a few things and be like, oh, let's talk about all this. Shit. Yeah. Be fun. Yeah. All right. So what can you promote here for people listening or watching? So, um, I have a podcast called cooked. Uh, if you look it up on iTunes, it's, my last name, which is Cook, and then apostrophe apostrophe D. Uh, go check it out. I've had Jim Norton on and Bob Saget, all sorts of fun, awesome people. Um, so I put that up every week, or at least I try to. And then uh, if you go to my YouTube, you can go to Kelsey Cook, which is my comedy channel. That's where you can find like stand-ups doing makeup. Uh, if you're a girl and you like makeup tutorials, you can go to Kelsey Cook Beauty, check out some makeup tutorials. Uh, and then mostly if you go to KelseyCook.com or follow me on Twitter at KelseyCook, uh, I have all my tour dates right now are up there. So great. Yeah. Come see you. What's going on with you? Nothing to promote. Come say hi on Snapchat, Tasha TV or Instagram at Tasha Courtney. At Tasha Courtney. Check out her Bud Light photo. She's Will. got a sponsored Bud Light photo. <laughs> really? Which makes you really feel bad when you get paid 10 bucks to do a spot to think that a Bud Light photo but you know, you're blushing. It's good. It's good. Thank I, you. Want, I want your whole Instagram to be billboards, and I want us to. Damn. Just Can I see? Oh, you have to show me after this. It's just I, I, sh- I took it for free. <laughs> just so you know, I was like, I should be getting like ten percent. <laughs> um, what do I have going on? Um, we're roasting. Uh, uh, Kelsey and I are roasting it yeah. too. So, um, I don't know if that's on Periscope. If, if anyone actually watches, <laughs> Tasha watched this one, and I, I I never like to think she's watching. I, I normally am not. I normally am like tucked in bed by yeah. the time the roast is happening. But I think I had fallen asleep and then woke up, and I assumed that he would have already gone. But I figured that he would text me mm, after and say night. it went well. Oh. It went. Right. whatever and I checked my phone and he hadn't texted me so I was like oh let's see if maybe I'm like right. he's on right now right. and actually you it was like two or three comics until you were on but so I did watch it this last time it was it was good and they was hated good. me I mean I, I snuck out of there with a victory they really didn't like me so I was like it just they must have really hated who you went up against then yeah yeah, but I feel like... What was it? What, I, why was it weird? I think his jokes bombed so bad that, like, Ugh. I was going to win, but, like, they didn't want me to be like, hey, you killed. <laughs> like, both comics have to really bring a show together. No one ever 
kill so hard and the other one bombs. Like audiences, I don't think give the kill unless the other person's doing well. The momentum carries. I don't know. Absolutely. So they were like, you guys were weak. It was just a week. Mm. I feel like they deleted the Par- the periscope <laughs> and I was like that's what I do I suck the energy out of the room and I sneak out <laughs> but anyway so that'll be a ton of fun in their yeah wrecking. 17th uh, thanks so much for being on the show today thank and, you um, for having yeah, me come back again and um and and all that and uh, this episode comes out this Friday so everyone who's watching listening have a great weekend be safe uh, happy 2017 get your phones out of your bed anything else we need to say Oh, I have one more thing. If you have any listeners in Spokane, Washington, I'm at Spokane Comedy Club all weekend, my hometown. So come out. Go if you support live there. her. Have so much fun. Take mountain y pictures. Bud Light, of course. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, by the way, I didn't even say this. Uh, again, uh, we, we filmed this with our great Mevo camera. Now it's really a billboard, but Mevo is an awesome company. We tagged them on Facebook. Check them out. Their camera is super great. So if you it's like awesome. this, go check them out. And thanks so much again for being on the show. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you for having me. Okay, bye, everybody. Thank have a good you. weekend. Bye. bye.